Hi, dear. This is Anne Ajadi with Dear Anne. And this is the Walk With Me series. This is where we talk about everything and anything that concerns us, especially you, my dear friend. This is where I get to tell you that you're enough. You're all that the world is waiting for. There is no Two people like you, you are just unique in your own ways. This is where I remind you that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And welcome to this new season. I hope you're having fun in at your own end. I hope everything is working out the way you have dreamed they will work out. And just in case that's not happening, just know this, that all things... All things, the good, the bad, the ugly, work together for everyone who's in love with God and who has already signed up in the line of purpose. Understand this, my dear friend, that you're very special to God's agenda this season. And that's why I'm here to remind you, encourage you, you know, nudge you. Especially now that we have decided to take the time out with God, to do the work with God, to do everything the way God wants it done. I tell you something, we're in for a wonderful ride, a very exciting ride. I've said a whole lot, but hear this. This season, we're going to start a new series, and it is All Things Love. All Things Love, we're going to talk about love. And this is from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 to 8. And it is a definition of love. It says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil. Love rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Someone says that there is no force but that of love. The strongest of all the forces is the force of love. And I will be, you know, looking at all the angles, all the angles of love, and especially as it concerns you. We have to look at it. Mm, yes, we have to look at it. We have to look at when you th what you think love is, what love is not. You know, most of us grew up with the wrong notions of what love is. All of that we will break down this, this season. But suffice to know that love 
is a person. And love is the attributes of a person. Love is what we do when we have embraced Christ. Love is what we recognize when we open up our arms and let God wrap his arms around us. Love is when we finally acknowledge the sacrifice, all that effort that God put in put into wooing you and I. The Bible says in John chapter 3 verse 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave. Love is, is a giving force. Love is an embracing force. Love is a person, is power, is wisdom. Love, we have read in 1 Corinthians 13, that love is very patient. So, shall we dissect some of the attributes of love today? Or are we jumping ahead of ourselves? No, 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 I think not. I think we're doing okay. I think let's, let's lay in the foundation and say to ourselves, what is love? You know, and what are, how do I recognize love in a person? The real love, I'm not talking about all the other kinds, all the other things that we have come to define as love. The real thing, the real deal, that's the one I'm talking about. And so let's take some of the attributes today. So take something, for instance, love is patience. Love is patient. So on the scale of 1 to 10, how patient are you? If you answered 10, oh, so we should clap for you. But if you answer 3, 4, 2, then what we need to say to you is go and take in some more of God. How do you do that? Just study the word of God. Understand the person of God. You will find out. That everything that God does is engineered by love. God waits for you and I to be ready to come back home. You know, he is God. He could have wielded a big stick. He could have taken you out in your rebellion and all of that. But God patiently waited for you to wake up to the fact that he loved you and for you to embrace his love. And the day you embrace this love... Oh, the Bible tells us that there was so, there is so much rejoicing in heaven. So just think about it. The God of the whole universe that can get anybody to do anything he likes, yet he patiently waits for you. And what should you do in return? You too should patiently wait for your brother, your sister, to get to the point where you are at, where they get to understand the love of God. God, all the love that you, even you are showing them, wait patiently. It's the nature of God. Love is kind. What do we mean by kindness? What do we mean? Love is kind, meaning that, yes, they don't deserve it. They don't deserve your gesture. They don't deserve you to do anything in consideration of them at all. If anything, they need to be caned. They need to, to be let into 
let them uh, let them suffer the consequence of their actions but no no that's not love love is kind love does in spite of that's kindness so let me break it down for you let's say that um my friend just upset me so badly and i see him choking mm, when my love tank is very low i would watch him choke but when my love tank is full, I will make sure that he does not choke. That's kindness. I would cover him when he's naked. Whether he's nice or to me or not, no, I'll cover him when he's naked. I would stand up for him when he needs me. I'll, be a I'll continue to be a support system for him. I'll continue to do good. Love does not envy when you understand that love is a person, love is a person of God, how can you carry God and you are envying another person? Because all you need to do, that thing that you are envying in somebody else, all you need to do is just talk to God and say, God, how about we get this thing? And you know, not, not because you want to show off, not because you want to compete and all of that. Love does not envy. Love actually wishes other people well does not want them to come down does not want what they have love is not like that love recognizes that you are a house for the god almighty and love does not boast my dear how hey hey hey, hey how are you going to be boasting about something you don't even know how it's got there it is God. It was God's choice to come to you. It was God's choice to save you. It was your God's power that brought you in. It is God's power that sustains you. Please, my dear friend, what are you boasting about? What is there to boast about? I always say when people boast, it means that they don't understand what they carry. They don't understand what we're talking about. Because if you really know, you would be humble. There will be nothing to pop you up. Because you understand that whatever you are or are not is by grace. Love is not proud. Hey. So why are you proud? Why are you boasting? Why are you bluffing? Why are you, why are you mouthing off when you don't even know the source of the thing that God gave you? All of it is all of grace. Nothing else but grace. And grace is not merited. And love does not bring down any other person. Doesn't, doesn't dishonor others. Let me tell you, when you bring down other people, it shows that you don't know who you are. Because there's no need to bring down anybody. You already have enough. You are enough in yourself. Short, tall, fat, slim, however you are in the physical or not, you are enough. Somebody needs to hear that you are enough. Pause now. Say to yourself, I am enough. I am, am enough. All that I need to be or do in this life, I have enough resources to do exactly that. Once you realize that, then there's no need to dishonor somebody else. There's no need to bring anybody down. There's no need to rubbish anybody because I have enough. I have enough and you have enough. You just have to harness what you have. Love does not seek his own. There's no need to seek your own. What is it about you? There's nothing. My dear, there is nothing to you and I. 
if they remove God from inside you, there is nothing else. So what? And love does not get angry easily. Hey, I mean, why would you be angry? What is annoying you? Is it not because they opened your eyes that you can see? Is it not because they opened your mouth that you can even talk? There's no need. Don't be angry. There's no need. Yes, they robbed you of the wrong way. Let me tell you, every human being operates to the best of their ability per time. So if they're not doing good by you, if they're rubbishing you, just understand it, that they are not well. If somebody is sick, do you rate them the same way you rate a normal human being or if somebody is have some mental ailment or something you don't consider them sin you actually pity them so there's no need to be angry against anybody and whilst we are talking about anger let me say this thing i always say to people that if you find yourself easily getting angry it means that there's anger inside you because nobody can bring out from inside you what is not there. So if you find that, oh, I'm always getting angry, something is wrong. So how about you go and clean up yourself, go and fill yourself up with the word of God, fill yourself up with the presence of God so that anger would that rests in the bosom of fools can find its way out. You and anger should not be living in the same house, my dear friend. Love does not keep a record of wrongs. Love should not, you should not be, say, oh, they did this thing to me in 1920. They now did it again. It's the same thing you did. My friend, are you a child? That you now be recording all the wrong things that they, they did to you. How about the ones that you are doing to somebody? Just don't keep any record. Keep moving. Let me tell you the secrets to that. Once you keep your eyes on Jesus, keep your eyes on the goal, there will be no room for you to be keeping records of what somebody did wrong. Because there is, a, there is always a bigger picture. Keep your eyes on that bigger picture and it would be all right. Love does not delight in evil. In other words, they did me wrong. Something bad has happened to them. Now they will learn their lesson. That is evil. That's of the devil. That's not God. Don't delight. Somebody can be down. Yes. Pull them up. That's your job. Don't take pleasure that somebody, somebody that did you wrong, something bad is happening to them. No. Because the truth is, you two, you are always doing somebody wrong. You're always doing something wrong all the time. That they are not holding it against you does not mean that you are all that. It is just grace. And love rejoices in the truth. Love always protects. Love trusts. Always hopes and always perseveres. I want to lump all of those together. Love rejoices in the truth. In other words, seek the truth. And truth is a person. Look for Jesus in a person, no matter how remote. There is good in every human being. Look for Jesus in a person. Let me tell you, the greatest of criminals still has a tenderness in them. It just needs the right person to pull it out. Love love perseveres. You protect the other person. If you love someone, you protect them. You won't let other people see their weaknesses. You would make an excuse for them. You would forgive them in advance. You will not keep 
you know, reminding them of the bad that they are doing to you and all of that. And let me say to again, love is a person, is a person of Jesus. On a daily basis, befriend Jesus so he can keep manifesting his nature through you. When that happens, you will just find that life is easy. Life is simple. You, things, things work. Things work. And you know, that somebody offended you does not mean that um, they won't get what's coming to them, but they should not get it from you now. You know, don't be the one. Don't be the one that will first throw the, the stone. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't be part of bringing other people down. We have seen in lessons in life where people who were the first to talk about other people's shortcomings, in no time they fell prey to the same thing that they were criticizing. Don't join anybody to criticize anybody else. Understand. Um, that love covers a multitude of sin. And just in case you find that your love tank is very low, it's a very simple thing. Ask for help. Ask the Lord God Almighty to help you. Don't, don't cover it up. Don't excuse it. Ask for help. Because the truth is, you need, you need, you need help. You need love. You need to go through this life you need love and you need to see things through the eyes of love otherwise you'll be mentally oppressed depressed you'll always be struggling through life there is absolutely no need for that i can tell you that there is no need for that so how about you take your time understand that which God has prepared for you God has decided that if you ask him in him Jesus, Holy Spirit, and God, they will come and stay inside you. When they stay inside you, naturally, love will manifest itself through you. That's what I want you to, to embrace this season. We will talk a whole lot about, about all the different dimensions of love, including the one that makes your head swoon. We will talk about it this season. So, for now... Take the foundations and understand, again, love is a person, the person of Jesus. And Jesus is the power and the wisdom of God. And this, my dear friend, is your own girl, Anne Ajadi, with dear Anne. And we're walking with Jesus, patterning ourselves after the, the pattern of Jesus, walking in his footsteps. This season... Hmm, I think you should read the book, Walk With Me. It would help you. It is available on Amazon, Walk With Me in the Footsteps of Jesus. It's written by Anna Jadi. It's available on Amazon. It will help you to, you know, on a daily basis, take daily walks in the garden, in life with, with Jesus Christ. Let him teach you one, a few things so that, you, walking through life for you will be easy. You know something. You know I love you. But God loves you more. Till I come your way again. Next time. Understand this. Love is a potent force. Use love always. Bye.